one block? Yes. Win. Did you make one more call? Yes. Win. Did you freaking do that? Yes. Win. I'm a winner. And all of a sudden, dude, even though they're small wins, dude, bang, 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 bang. You winning all the time, bro. Now, let me ask you a question. If you won all the time, dude, what would that make you feel like? A winner. A fucking a motherfucking winner. winner. A motherfucking winner. When I first met you, didn't bombs today b-o-l-d i got b-r-a-d brad lee is in the building brad how the hell are we dude if i was any better i'd be twins <laughs> beautiful so before we begin by the way official sponsor of the podcast ghost fit apparel 15 percent off with code bold b-o-l-d if you want to you know be rocking a tight and eh, tight because you're muscular if you're brad if you want to be rocking a cigar, a little ghost picture by the pool, 15% off will get you that. So why not use it? And now on to the show. Brad, I'm just going to let you kind of introduce yourself, where you currently are. We'll get into how you got there. But where are you now? What do you do? Just give the listeners a little 411. Well, before we do that, let me just go back and tell your listeners why else they should go put bold and, and get some shit from you. Number one, it make it shows your influence, it, it supports this dude, George Newsbaum. So if you like the show and you, and you freaking want to support the show and you just happen to need freaking body spray or whatever you just said, then you go buy that shit. So, so George shows people, oh, he's got some influence. He's got some power behind him. He's got freaking an army. So do, just go do it if you like the show, man. Come on, man. It's, what is it? Body spray, would you say? No, no, no. This is a, a ghost fit is a athletic apparel company. Yeah, dude, go get an outfit, man. And if you ain't working out, get your fat ass off the couch and start loving yourself more. You were already off to a, a bomby start. I love it. Noose bomb is dropping bombs with Brad today. You heard the man. Go grab, uh, go grab a shirt, some joggers, shorts, whatever you got to do. Come but on, Brad. On to the show. How are we? First of all, we are excellent. Always, always. It's funny. It's funny that you say, how are we? Because there was a guy, he was working at a movie theater. He took the tickets and he was obviously special. Um, I don't know the politically correct way to say special, but like, you know, uh, mentally challenged a little bit. And he was the nicest guy ever. And when we walked up every time, didn't matter. He said it to everybody. And how are we? <laughs> and you'd have to say, we're good. If you said anything else, he would say, and how are we? And so when you just said, how are we? I thought of that guy. So you're telling you should, me you should never say that again. Well, so right off the bat, you're telling me that my first impression on you is a special needs movie giveaway guy. Dude, that's hilarious. How are we? I love it. Dude, we're awesome, man. I'm out here in Las Vegas right now. Just got back from Nashville looking for some property. Um, you know, business is booming, you know, masks are off, right? Like, dude, everything's cranking, man. How, how are we? You tell me, how are we? Well, I'll tell you, we are great. I mean, masks are off, like I'm saying, like we're saying, excuse me. And uh, I mean, we're all about it. We're all about, you know, doing what you want on your time. You make your own schedule. You make the rules. It's your life. 
So masks are off because I don't like the masks. I don't think you do either. And I feel free again. Um, and how was Nashville? Was it a mask off uh, society over there? Oh, yeah. We're getting down, dude. There you go. A little country music. A lot of country music. There we go. There we go. I like it. So let's jump into it. Um, as I told you, Brad, I mean, a lot of our listeners are 20s to 30s. We're global. A lot of them kind of, I think, at least if they've been listening this far, I assume they have an interest in kind of doing things on their own time, um, being bold, being a black sheep for good reason. And you're a black sheep from what I can gather and what I've read and what I've listened to. I actually found you um, off a TikTok video where you were using your pasta dinner line on a woman with a uh, boyfriend. Is yeah, this a real story? Oh yeah, that was real. Um, but but uh, that one got some 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 love. <laughs> that one got some attention. Hey, you know it's funny too because you see all these freaking dudes talking about, dude, Cliff was picking up on another dude's girl. Well, first of all, I don't even know the dude. She said she had a boyfriend. Am I supposed to take that as a oh oh she's unavailable in the world now because she has a boyfriend? Personally, if someone has a boyfriend, I walk away. But when she said she had a boyfriend. I turned around, if someone's listening to the full story, that little TikTok clip doesn't really say the whole story. I turned around and my sales team was watching and I was known for being a badass closer. And so one of them said like, dude, what's the problem? You couldn't close her. So I turned around as a last ditch effort. And I said, Hey, let me ask you a question. You know, what'd you have for dinner last night? And she said, you know, pasta. And I said, well, what'd you have the night before? She said, chicken. And I said, why didn't you have pasta? And she said, well, why would I have pasta every night? So I said, exactly. Call me when you're tired of pasta. That's not bad. That's just me saying when you're tired of your boyfriend or if you get tired of your boyfriend, please think of me. Yes. You know, hey, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll be around whenever you're ready if, if that should not work out. That is not rude or impolite. No, it's human that's nature. That's called putting your bid in. That's called putting your bid in, Put throwing your hat in the ring. I didn't know the dude. He wasn't my friend. Everybody needs to calm that hate down and just appreciate a good line when you hear one. Come out. You know, that's the funny thing, too, dude. That's an original. You'll never hear it. And if you ever hear that, it's mine. Like, I saw a TikTok dude copy me telling his story. And it was my story. And people were busting him on TikTok saying, dude, that ain't you, bitch. <laughs> it, it, what's, what's funny is a couple of the comments, because I was reading them, said, dude, the rich guy tells it better. And what's funny is, like, I'm known as the rich guy. Like, that's the craziest thing. Am I known as a rich guy on TikTok? When you saw me on TikTok, dude, do, you, do I look, do I come across like a rich guy? Well, I mean, you come across as confident. You got demeanor, which comes with the territory, I assume. What territory? Being rich? Territory of being rich, making money, being bold. Dude, there's a lot of people out there with a lot of money that aren't that confident and they're not that bold. Okay. And the reason why is because deep down, they don't really like themselves. You know, I don't know if it's how they made their money or whatever the reason is, but you'd be surprised. You think money gives you confidence. It doesn't give you confidence. You know, self-love gives you confidence. Uh, certainty gives you confidence. Money doesn't do that. Money lends uh, certainty and, and confidence. In other words, it's it fuels it for sure. You know, everything's funny with a pocket full of money, right? <laughs> That's got to be a trademark as well. That and the pasta line. You got two trademarks already. Yeah, yeah. Love so, it. So, so, yeah, I can't believe that's the one you saw. 
that one got a lot of views, but a lot of hate, man. It was crazy. Like people acted like I was snatching my dudes, my best friend's girl. That's what the internet assumes. They always assume the worst. There's always negativity whenever there's something positive out there. That's how the internet works. And I'm sure you've had to ignore a lot of negativity and hate. I mean, growing up, I mean, you have an interesting story, I believe. I mean, how did you get to where you were today? Because you did not go to school, right? You wanted to do your own thing. Well, I didn't go to college. College. I mean, I dropped out of high school in 11th grade. Dude, what more do you got to learn? Oh, shit, you missed 12th grade. You missed all the good shit. I mean, dude, it's all the same shit. And then, like, I was already doing calculus, like, and then and they were teaching dumb shit. Like, why are they teaching us calculus? So we'll have a good calculus season. So we won't be right in the middle of calculus season and, and have no ability to, to, to survive. Like, why weren't they telling us how to freaking build relationships, make money, balance a checkbook, get credit, negotiate, you know? They were so, teaching us, they were teaching us some dumb shit like George Washington had wooden teeth. Like exactly. Who cares? Who cares? I mean, I, I don't need to know the 50 state capitals, right? That's not gonna get me anywhere unless I'm on, you know, trivia hosted by Aaron Rodgers now, apparently. But that's nice. Uh, what did you do when you dropped out in eleventh grade? Where'd you go from there? How are you where you are now? Well, dude, I basically was running around doing a million things, but ultimately I got into sales, mastered the game and eventually uh, decided to train other people how to do it and then uh, developed a software to help me do it and then figured out the software could help a lot of people, not just me. So I started basically letting other people use my software and then boom, old Jed's a millionaire. Boom, dropping bombs, love it. And so what I like about your content, Brad, a lot is how you tell it like it is, first of all. Uh, you're kind of a cavalier in that way. I like that because I don't like all this politically correct, cushy stuff. Um, it just doesn't, you know, you don't learn as much. You need somebody to tell it how it is and somebody that's done it. I'm your man for that. Right. So like the other I, day, I, someone, someone called me Uncle Brad. I said, I ain't your uncle. I could be your daddy, but I ain't your uncle. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, by the way. That was uh, the recent holiday of choice. Thank you. Thank you. But. So along the way, of course, you've learned a million lessons, maybe a billion with a B. Yep. But I mean, I see a lot on your Instagram reels. I love the way you portray these lessons and you make it very digestible for the audience. It's very, very helpful. Um, one that sticks out to me, um, building confidence, like we just touched on right away. If money doesn't make you confident, what, what are three things just right off the bat? How do you build your confidence? Because that spills into everything else, I assume. Yeah, dude, again, I mean, you develop certainty and self-worth by literally getting to know yourself and becoming your own very best friend. So you trust yourself is, is how you build your confidence. And how do you trust yourself? Well, by, by, by doing, right? Like by being, you know, you have to, you have to be then do, then have. So you have to become what it is you want to become. So if you want to become confident, what describe confident? Like what's confident in your mind? Confident in my mind is just the feeling of being automatic. You trust yourself to get what you want to do done. Um, yeah, when you you're trust yourself. Yes, so you, trusting yourself. You trust yourself. You, you already know. Like in other words, like dude, nothing phases you, bro. Like you already know. Like shit, dude, you can handle business. You can, you're, you're good. Okay, so the quiet confidence, which is 
high level of certainty. Like, I don't need to tell you how good I am. I, I know how good I am. Like, why do I need you to know how good I am? So you can tell levels of confidence because if someone's trying to tell you how good they are, you know, they're probably not that good or they wouldn't be telling you how good they are. You'd be thinking they're good, but you wouldn't necessarily have to hear it from them. Right. I don't run around trying to tell everybody how good I am. I used to, by the way. And, and that's because I was insecure and deep down and all that undercover shit. Now, how do you get through that is very simple. Number one, you forgive yourself for, for making all the mistakes you've made in life, lies, all that. You commit to do what you say you're going to do from that day forward and start to do everything you commit to do, you do. So in other words, you make the decision that you are now, as of this minute forward, I'm going to do everything I say I will, period. And there's no exceptions. Three, you rack up the wins. You stop saying you're going to make a million a month and dreaming and you start making them real, right? You want to chase your dreams or make them real, George. Okay. What's real? A million dollars next month in revenue. Is that real? I doubt it. Okay. So at the end of the day, if someone's making $5,000 a month and their, their goals, a million dollars next month, they don't know how to set goals and they're causing themselves to literally subconsciously realize that they just continue to lose everything they try to do. They don't, they don't achieve. Like you set a million goals and you get close. No, you, you, you lost all your goals. You didn't achieve shit. And subconsciously, you start understanding that even if you don't acknowledge that, it, you get it. And so now all of a sudden, you start to feel like a loser. It chips away at your self-esteem, your self-worth, your trust. You know you're a liar. You know you're a cheat. You, don't, you know you procrastinate. You, you, you know you freaking, you know, would, 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 you know, hump a goat if people weren't looking or whatever the bullshit is. You know that about yourself. You can't even fucking eat right, bro. You can't even consistently go to the gym and lift heavy things. Like, holy shit, dude, you can't even do that. And so and so deep down, you're going, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking chump. I'm really a, a loser. And so and so but we don't show that on the outside. By the time it gets to the outside, it comes out as arrogant, comes out sometimes as as humble. You know, they don't you know, they're just. They're just quiet. So it just depends on how it comes out. But how do you fix it? You, you, you commit to do what you say you're going to do. And then you rack up the wins on a, daily, on a daily basis by setting smaller goals that are achievable. Like, you know, I'm going to make one more phone call. Not, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close 10 more deals before I go home. No, you're not, dude. Make a phone call. Can you make a phone call? How about eat one less French fry today? Can you do that? Because if, you're, because if you reduce the goal down to something you would feel pretty stupid not being able to achieve. Well, guess what? It's a win. Did you eat one less French fry? Yes, win. Did you walk one more block? Yes, win. Did you make one more call? Yes, win. Did you freaking do that? Yes, win. I'm a winner. And all of a sudden, dude, even though they're small wins, dude, bang, 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 bang. You're winning all the time, bro. Now, let me ask you a question. If you won all the time, dude, what would that make you feel like? A winner, a fucking, a motherfucking winner. winner, a motherfucking winner. Okay. And so now you all of a sudden you start to feel good. And guess what? Here's where step four comes in. Cause when you start to feel good and you start to freaking act as if you become, you start to be people start talking shit. So step four is get rid of the, get rid of the idiots. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta cut out all the negative shit. If your friend's not supporting you, dude, that's not your friend. You understand friends support each other. Your friend talks shit. Now, again, busting balls is different. Your friend's literally talking shit to you, caught telling you limiting beliefs. That's not your friend. 
okay? So you get rid of anybody that's not your friend. You get rid of all the idiots around you and, and especially your, yourself. Like you got to stop negative talk, catch yourself. When you say, I'm, I'm going to try to lose weight, you're not going to try to lose weight, fatty. You're going to lose weight, okay? Like there's a big difference between trying and doing. I'm not going to try to lose weight. I'm either going to fucking lose it or I'm not. I'm not going to try to do it. How do you try to do it? Well, I'm going to start dieting. Okay, well, if, as soon as you start dieting, guess what, dipshit? You are losing weight. You're not trying to. So quit, quit using these words against you because our words are magical and they cast spells, bro. We're literally spelling ourselves. That's why you spell words, right? They're, they're magical and they will limit you and they will cause your mind to limit itself and all your friends that do that, you got to cut them loose. So when you start racking up the wins, you're going to start feeling good about yourself. You're going to start acting different, feeling different, wanting more, doing more, standing up taller, and then someone's going to chirp. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, why do you, oh, now you're cool. Whatever negative shit they want to say, boom, they identify themselves. You cut them loose. Then number five, you figure out what success looks like to you. Most people don't know what it looks like. I always say, what's successful to you? And they're like, oh, let me think. Well, you've never thought about it, dude. How are you supposed to find it if you don't know what it looks like? So at the end of the day, you got to figure out what that means to you because it doesn't mean the same to everybody else. Your idea of success has to be what you go after. You go after what I say is successful or society says is successful. You end up getting there and you're not happy and you end up being rich and commit suicide or some crazy, stupid stunt because... You went and achieved what everybody else decided was successful. You didn't ask yourself. You didn't look. So you got to go look and figure out what, what that looks like. And then every day for 10 minutes, you visualize being there. What does it feel like to be there? What does it feel like to have that? What does it feel like? Visualization, that shit works, man. And then number six, you just read a book, listen to a podcast, get new information every day, dude. The key is new information. Okay, so the new information makes you smarter, right? If you don't get any new information, you didn't get any smarter. Okay, do you want to improve in life or not? Well, yes, I do. You want to be smarter tomorrow or no? Well, yes, I do. Okay, well, then fucking get new information, dude. You can't, you can't be any smarter with no new information. So every day you should be looking for new information and, and, and it's just a decision to do it. And if you do what you say you will, bam, now you're reading a book all the time and you're reading the fuck out of books. And, and it causes you to think and it causes you to freaking challenge and question. And, and now you start to think for yourself. And pretty soon you start to realize what you think and who you are. And pretty soon somebody's opinion of you doesn't necessarily sting anymore. Now you're not even worried about who, who leaves a negative comment. You ain't even got time. And you start to realize, dude, any dumbass that leaves a negative comment obviously has nothing much going on. You will not look anywhere online and see me talking shit to anybody on fucking line. I ain't got time to talk shit. I ain't got time to argue with some dipshit that doesn't approve of my perspective. Like, I approve of my perspective. I don't need your approval, chief. You know chief. what I'm saying? Now, some people will be like, oh, dude, he's conceited. No, motherfucker. That's certain. I don't need your approval. I don't need society's approval. I know that I fucking add to society. I am a fucking gem to society. Why? Because I'm ethical and I have integrity and I'm out here helping people and I'm creating jobs. Like, what more do you want? Like fucking Mother Teresa? Father Brad, Mother Teresa, same. Hey, by, by the way, I didn't ask, like, can we cuss on your podcast? I asked too late. It's way too fucking late for that. But 
no, I'll, uh, all words fly here. And also going back to the new information part, I think that's interesting because in order to accept new info, as much as you're saying people should, I mean, you can't have an ego. You can't think you know it. All. You can't think you are the, the omnipotent force that doesn't need new info. So, I mean, that's got to be one of them too. You got to let go of ego. You got to accept that you're human, right? Dude, are you, you adding to my know. list? What was that? Are you adding to my list? I'm not adding to your list. I'm putting in a submittal. Well, I would agree with what you're saying, but everyone has an ego. You're never going to get rid of it because it's everyone has one. So you have an ego. You're not going to get rid of it. So there's no point in it. Just like, you know, you got to you got to get rid of your fear. Dude, you're not going to get rid of your fear. No, everybody has fear. You, you need to use your fear. You need to leverage your fear. You're not going to lose your fear. You know, when someone says, oh, I, I was afraid of jumping out of airplanes. Now I love it. I'm... You, Dude, you were fearful of the unknown. Now that you know what it's like, you're not afraid of it anymore, but you're still afraid of the unknown, which is why when somebody says, hey, go into that dark room, you don't know what's in there. You're like, hell, I ain't going into that dark room because you don't know what's in there. You're, you fear the unknown. I think we fear the unknown because we were created by it. And when someone says, no, we weren't, we were created by God. Well, again, there's nobody on earth that can say with any conviction or certainty what, the, what, what all that is. They just do it by faith. Okay. And faith is the blind belief in something. So at the end of the day, dude, you want to have blind belief in yourself. Like, dude, you don't think you're going to be able to solve any problem that comes your way. And by the way, if you can't solve the problem, don't you know someone who can? And by the way, if you don't know anybody who can and you can't do it, well, then it ain't really a problem, is it? Okay. If it's unavoidable and there's no solution, guess what, ladies, it's not a problem. So has there been times in your career where you've had to, I got, I'm going back to the ego thing where you had to trust somebody else to help you solve a problem, but then inadvertently you're learning, you're getting better because somebody else could. Now you can. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, you know, you always, you're going to have to trust people, dude. You ain't getting anywhere by yourself. You're going to have to trust people. And that's another thing, you know, you, you want to be really special in this world, learn how to build trust quickly. More importantly, learn how to keep it. Okay. And how do you keep it? By fucking doing what you say. Okay. By having ethics, having integrity, doing the right thing, being a good person. Okay. You know, manners, etiquette, common sense, you know, kindness. That's how you keep it. And so, but by the way, by the way, though, even if you're a saint, somebody's not going to like you. You understand that, George? Oh, yeah. Okay. So guess what? If you know someone's not going to like you, regardless, no matter how great you are somebody ain't going to be happy about it. Well, then you got to realize you can't make everyone happy. And if that's the case, the only person you should try to make happy then is yourself because you can make yourself happy, but you cannot make everybody else happy. So what are you going to do? You got to choose. Who am I going to make happy? I can't make everybody happy. So who's, who's the one person I should make happy if I could only make one person happy? Me. Okay, let me make me happy first. And if that doesn't quite make you happy, well, hey, that's your business, bro. Like, that's you. You're the one that's not happy. I'd love to help you. I'll tell you how I made myself happy. But, dude, I can't make you happy. And if you're looking for your partner to make you happy, dude, you're looking for love in the wrong place. So taking all that into consideration, I'm going to back up. 
I, I find it interesting. So your, your 10 small goals bit, right? I, I actually heard that the other day. I tried it out. It was fun. I got some wins. I got some wins all of a sudden. I was a winner. And uh, I think that actually has a lot more to it, I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm not Socrates himself. But I so really like the idea. You're, you're, you're questioning yourself right now, George. I think it's healthy to a degree. But going back to it. How's it working for you? I feel good. I was just going to say, you know, it's small. That, hey, hey, you know what else, George? That's the beautiful thing about, uh, uh, you know, science. Like if someone says, I don't agree with Brad, well, just turn around and look at your life and tell me how you're doing. And if you're like, dude, I'm doing fucking fantastic. I'm doing fucking better than everybody. Well, then keep doing what you're doing, brother. But if you're sitting there and going, well, I don't agree with Brad. Well, how's your life turning out? Well, you know, I make 80000 a year. My wife don't fucking like me. My kids can't stand me. And I'm fucking miserable. Oh, well, then how about change, you dumb fuck? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm saying, just for the record. Hey, by the way, that wasn't, hey, by the way, George, that wasn't directed at you. I'm just, I, I talk on podcasts like I'm talking to listeners because someone's listening to this and, 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 and you know, you never know what situation people are in, but you always know that people are in situations. So, so all you try to do is, is, is figure out what situation have you been in that this information would have been helpful, and then you share it. That's all I'm doing. So if anybody's getting offended, dude, if the shoe fits, wear it. If the shoe fits, don't wear it. But all I'm saying is if you want to get confident and start to freaking look and act confident, you have to repair the relationship with yourself. The relationship with yourself is torn. And yours is too, George. Why? Because you just said, well, I'm not Socrates or anything. Why the fuck not? Who's he? Well, why why was he so great? You didn't even fucking know him. Did you read a lot about him? Or you just, what's that that called, right? What you just did? A euphemism, not a euphemism. What is it called? I forget the word, but I'm not Socrates or anything. But, but like, you, you're, it was a, a, a saying or whatever. And, and, and I'm using it as, a, as an example. I don't really think that you think this. I think that those are signs of people doubting themselves. Well, I'm not, I'm not you know, Stephen Rockefeller or anything, but I do okay. You're, you're, you're bringing yourself down mentally. And the reason for that, I think, is subconscious. Like, you think it's a joke, but guess what? It's not a joke. Because when people do that, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I just just said it again. There it is again. But I feel like people do that because they're scared of what you know people think about them. They don't want them uh, people to think that I think I'm holier than thou. Right? That's right. So I mean, negative self talk is negative self talk. Even if you're trying to conform down to whoever you're talking to, dude, don't try to fit in spaces to make other people happy, bro. You fit in the space you fit in. But you're exactly right, dude. You just nailed it 100%. People are doing it because they're worried about what other people will think. And if you stop worrying so much about what other people think and start worrying about what you think, you'll grow and develop. The problem with most people is they don't know what they think. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like they don't stand for anything. They don't, they've never asked themselves the hard questions. They've never freaking really dug into themselves. Okay, they listen to everybody else. They try to please everybody else. They're always trying to dress for somebody else. You know, go watch, go watch a, a girl get dressed for a date. You know, she's dressing for the date. She's not dressing for herself. Go watch a guy get dressed uh, for a date. 
he's dressing for the girl. He ain't dressing for himself. Otherwise, he'd be walking out with fucking, you know, freaking cargo shorts and a tank top with a beer in his hand. That's why people don't marry pe real people. They marry the best versions of people. And then once you're married, the best version of you goes away and the real you comes out. Well, the real you can also be changed. The real you can also be improved. I'm not the same as I was last year. I improve every single day. So the version of me today is not as good or cool as it will be tomorrow. Like check back tomorrow, dude. I'll be twice as cool. Number two tomorrow, part two tomorrow is coming. But I also think people are attracted to, you know, your genuine self. Cause I think it's, it's fairly easy to tell when somebody's trying to be somebody else or trying to be some bullshit cookie cutter replica. And I think a reason you do so well is because you're unapologetically yourself. And of course, you're going to have haters. Pasta guy, pasta guy stealing somebody's girlfriend. Who the fuck cares? You do it your way and you have true fans that are attracted to the genuine, I think. Well, I agree with you. Um, and, and by the way, that's the people I'm looking for. So I'm looking for the people that resonate with what I say. You know, I'm looking for the people who say that is a funny ass story and a great pickup line. That's clever. Like, I'm not looking for the guy who, you took someone's girl. Like, what are you so fucking worried about, dude? Did someone take your girl? Like, did you get stung someday and now you're mad because freaking I asked a girl out? And when she told me she had a boyfriend, I just simply said, well, when he's not around or you that don't work out, call me. Like, that's rude. I'm a dick because of that. No, I'm not a dick because of that. And that's why none of those comments are, are, are bothersome. Now, what's funny, though, is that post is filled with a lot of hate. There's, there's people defending me and, and, and making sense, and there's normal people in there, too. But, like, there's a lot of hate in that one compared to what I'm used to. What I'm used to is I make a post, and other than them 4X dipshits that talk about all those names, and I don't even know how they do it so fast, but... Other than those bot posts about Forex bullshit, everybody starts commenting all positive shit. Dude, this is freaking awesome. This is freaking awesome. I very rarely get hate, which is telling me that I need to be a little bit more freaking grandiose or something because like most people are agreeing with what I say. And you know why? Because I am saying what's real and I'm not, and I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. Like, dude, sugar will give you diabetes. I ain't sugarcoating that shit. I'm trying to help you, not hurt you, dog. You might be trying to hurt yourself. Dude, I'm just trying to help. unfortunate thing about this day and age is the internet gives you know trolls a voice it gives people that don't matter a voice no no it does not dude how so the internet don't give anyone a voice dude you're the only person that can determine what you let into your head okay fair okay so dude haters can be on internet they don't have a voice for me because i don't allow them to have a fucking voice that's what I mean by step four dude get rid of the bullshit like dude who you hang around is important you have to weed your garden. You let your buddies, because they've been your buddies for 30 years, tell you that you ain't going to amount to shit and you're just a fucking loser. And, you know, you, you, you know, your, your chick's probably cheating on you and fucking, you know, you're, you, you're married outside of your fucking class. Now, again, ball busting is one thing. You can ball bust. Like, dude, I ball bust everybody. But if somebody's intentionally saying, hey, George, listen, this podcast thing of yours, 
you know, you've been doing it two years, dude. You're not on the fucking top 200 list. I think, you know, I know it's a dream of yours, but dude, you're just not that good at it, man. You can't even get motherfuckers to buy a uh, uh, fucking spray tan. Ghost fit. Spray tan. Yeah, like you can't even get people to put in a fucking code, bro. Like, give it up. If you have people saying that to you, dude, though they're identifying themselves as they're just not your friend. I mean, it's 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 okay that they're not your friend. You know why we all think we need them as friends? Because we're not our own friend. Does that make sense? Very much so. Very yeah, dude, much so. You, so you got to be your own friend first. And then you'll easily see that you're surrounded by people that ain't your fucking friend. And that's step one in common sense, Bill. Don't hang around people that don't like you, bro. Okay. And what if it's you that doesn't like you? Well, dude, how do you escape that? You don't. You, you, you go through life as a fucking loser or, 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 or someone that can't achieve shit or someone that's miserable or someone that feels empty and trapped and they can't seem to fucking get what they want. Why? Well, because, dude, they haven't turned around and apologized to themselves, made a commitment to fucking do what they're saying and have some ethics, start racking up the wins to replace the memory because you can't, you can't erase the memory, but you can replace the memory with wins. And then you get rid of the idiots because you can easily identify the ones that aren't your friends. And then you visualize exactly what you want. And you fucking feel with the same emotion as if you've already got it on a daily basis. And then you seek new information on a daily fucking basis. And 90 days, 90 days, 120, 200 days later. Oh, that's not fresh fries, is it? No, they, they, this is new to them. They just started selling stuff. Okay, there we go. I thought you were getting some DoorDash or some shit. Oh, no, they're all there. excited because they got a sale. Hey, you got to be excited. got to celebrate the win. Yeah, I remember when I had my first beer. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Well, what we were saying too, I mean, I, I look at the brand as a supercomputer, right? And anytime there's some somebody out there that's being negative, that's a virus. And you can just get rid of it or you can let it into your infrastructure, your technology, your buildup. So, right. I think so when you said so when you said the internet uh, gives haters a voice, no, it does not. You give haters a voice because there's always been viruses in this metaphor. There'll always be viruses, dude. Yes, but viruses don't affect me. Why? Because I've decided they don't. Boom! There you go. So that reminds me. I like affirmations. Okay, like I am positive statements in the morning. I feel like that's rewiring my supercomputer in this. Yep. What do you do in terms of that kind of stuff? I know you read. I think you mentioned, do you, do you meditate stuff like that? No, I just be. Well, how did you get to the point where you're just being? Uh, I, I did those six steps for the last 20 years. Okay. So those are all affirm, affirmation type of things, right? Well, no, dude, there's, there, there, there's certain steps and exercises that you do on a regular basis. And then you reach a certain level of what I call intelligence. Some people would say enlightenment but you reach a certain level of intelligence where you understand, oh, okay, this is like, like, dude, how old are you right now? I'm 25. Okay, are you smarter now than you were when you were 15? Without, without a doubt. You think you'll be smarter at 30 than you are today? If I'm alive at 30, yes. Yeah, so again, I'm 52, so I'm a smart motherfucker. And once you reach a certain level of smarts, you start to realize you don't know shit. 
about anything. And then you start to realize like, dude, why have I been trying to prove I know everything all this time when I know nothing? And then you start to realize you know nothing. And that's when that little edge of humility seems to shine. And people like that too. But it's, I'm not humble. I'm the opposite of humble. Like when people say, you know, you should be humble. I looked it up and I'm like, maybe I should be, or let's see if I am, what does it mean? And And the definition of humble was have a low opinion of oneself, like to, to, to basically have a low opinion of yourself. That's humble. Alexa, define humble. As an adjective, humble is usually defined as not proud or arrogant, modest. As a verb, humble is usually defined as to lower in condition, importance, or dignity, a base. Yeah, like, dude, why do I want to do that? Alexa, featuring Alexa on this podcast. That's bold. Alexa, stop. Hey, the point, point being is, dude, I'm, I don't necessarily think I'm humble, but people say, oh, dude, I like how you're humble. I'm not humble. Like, I don't think I'm of low importance. I think I'm of high importance. I think I'm the most important individual in the world. Now, here's what's key, guys. I didn't say I'm the best individual in the world. I'm the most important. I'm the most important individual in the world. And if you don't think you are, you got a problem. You are the most important person in the world, or you should be to you. And that's the thing. That's why I can walk into a room. I don't care who's in the room. I'm not nervous. I can give my opinion. What's wrong with my opinion? Why is your opinion any better than my opinion? Now, someone will be like, well, he's got a 30-year degree. And, but, dude, that's called counsel. That's not an opinion. Okay, so, so at the end of the day, don't, don't get it twisted what I'm saying. You should, you should think you're the most important person in your life, period. Main character. You got to be the main character. Dude, if you are not the most important person in your life, you're missing some life lessons. That's all. And you're eventually going to learn. But by the time you do, you could be like old and dying or terminal or divorced or miserable or depressed or freaking an alcoholic or or just a straight up freaking unfulfilled person roaming the earth. Why? Because you didn't realize, dude, you got to go take care of you. You got to be your own friend. Does, does, does a friend support you or tear you down? So, I mean, by this generic term, it supports, of course. It's not a generic term, dude. It's just my opinion. You don't have to listen to it. All I'm saying is you should be the most important person on the fucking planet, George. Now, should you be more important to me? Hell no, dude. You ain't more important than, than me. But to you, you better be like, if I'm more important to you than you, dude, you got a problem. That's all I'm saying. That's just my opinion. And everybody's got one. No, and I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. Good. Well, if your listeners, if your listeners are thinking, dude, that makes sense. Okay, good. That's my gift, bro. I bring clarity to a world of chaos. Boom. Batman and Gotham, baby. I love it. That's right. That's right. I'm like Batman. Even though if I were going to be a superhero, dude, I'd be Superman. Why is that? Argue this. Because Superman cannot be beat except for some kryptonite. And if I were Superman, I would figure out a way to get rid of all kryptonite. There you go. Crypto- I'd hire Batman to do it. <laughs> hey, hire out what you're not good at. It makes time for yourself. Yeah, I'd, call the Justice League. I'd call the Justice League and tell them, hey, why don't we quit fucking with this kryptonite shit and have it all rounded up and excel. Uh, X, X, excel. No, what's the word? 
No, not expelled. Exiled. Exterminated. Exterminated. Exiled. Exiled all the kryptonite and the kryptonians. But anyway, listen, at the end of the day, dude, it sounds funny because I make it kind of sound funny. And then I exaggerate a little bit so people get the point. So people sometimes confuse that with arrogance and conceit. I'm trying to show you that like if it, you can do it softly, you can do it quietly. But at the end of the day, if you don't love yourself, you don't think you're you're worth anything. You don't value yourself. You're not your own friend. You value someone else's opinion higher than you of, of yours for no reason. Well, then that's what I would suggest is you stop and go work on yourself. Quit worrying about, you know, hey, how do I make a million dollars? Dude, you ain't gonna do shit until you freaking work on yourself. You need to be able to walk in with some confidence. You, you need to understand that shit is possible. You, you have to believe a little bit. And, and when people are depressed or they're you know, insecure or they're weak or they're uneducated or they're, you know, they've just never been enlightened, they've never learned, well, then guess what they're going to do? They're going to wander around until someone teaches them. And then sometimes when that fucking teacher comes along and says it, it might not be how they wanted to hear it. Well, fuck you. That's my point. This is just how I teach it. You don't like what I'm saying? Go learn it on your own, prick. You'll be back. And one day you'll go, dude, that, that dude was right. He was pretty funny. Yes. Everything you said is beautiful. I think we're going to title this how to be your own main character, how to be the main character. We're going to toss out the word humble. How about just to get a million Alexas in my house to remind me of that, dude? How and about then, how about how about title it? Be like B, so B B E like B, just B for me. Be like B, be rad, bold Brad. Can I go bold Brad? Or you can say you've been stung by the B. You've been stung by the B. Gets the nearest hospital, highway. Dude, how B. long is this podcast anyway? Uh, we can we can cut it short here. I got to keep it digestible, anyways, for the young folks. What are you saying? Young folks can't digest? Statistically, they got short attention spans because they're all on TikTok seeing you pick up chicks. Well, I do prefer my information quick and I'm 52. So it ain't just the young folks, dude. Right. It's a wide world, dude. Well, I'm we calling it young at heart. We want to get to the point. We want to cut to the chase. We want immediate results. We want we want shit now. I'm, I'm no different, dude. So how about this? We've given the value. We've gotten to the point. Let's release it to the wild. Everybody will be able to hear it quickly. Hopefully apply it quickly. Is there any last actionable advice that you can literally start doing now? Everything you've said, you can start doing now for everybody listening. But anything, any last cherry on top of the Sunday? Well, I mean, it just depends on what someone's trying to figure out in life. You know, if I were to advise people, here's what I'd say. I'd say invest your money wisely and, and seek information every single day. And then invest money wisely and seek information. When people say, what would you do different? That's the only two things I would do different in my whole life. Like I would, I would have looked for information and experts and read a whole lot more. And I would have invested money more wisely. I wouldn't have blown so much money trying to show everybody how cool I was. And the reason I was doing it is because I needed them to tell me I was cool because I didn't know how to tell myself I was cool. And or I didn't think I was cool. So I needed you to tell me I was cool. So let me buy this, this, this table dance or this freaking bottle service or this freaking fancy car and fancy house. And let me freaking show you how cool I am because, you know, that's the only way I can, you know, feel cool. Well, guess what? You can still have a Ferrari and be confident. A lot of people, you know, they're talking about, 
oh, he's got a Ferrari. He must have a little dick. Nope, you can have a big dick and a Ferrari. I know. There it is. There's the, there's the snippet we're going to be using for. Uh, hey, you need, you need confidence, folks. You need confidence. Okay. You're not big, going, big energy, too. You're not going anywhere without confidence, dude. Girls like confidence, guys like confidence. There's no. There's nobody that doesn't like confidence. And if anyone does, if someone says, I hate confidence, they're the problem, not you. You go out there and fucking win. You deserve it. You can do it. And, and again, that sounds, you know, like, like your, your fluffy bullshit advice. Well, we can do it. Well, dude, that's not, that's not advice. And it's not fluffy. It's the truth. Anyone can do any fucking thing if they believe they can. Now, again, when someone says that to me, look, look, I can argue anything, George. You tell me anyone can do anything. Anyone can do absolutely anything. Now, see, I just said the same thing and everyone's getting inspired. Well, watch. I'll just argue that now. I'll sell you both ways, fool. You can't do anything, dude. You're not going to play for the Lakers. So where, where do you want me to take this one? Well, it's not, I'm not taking, we're not taking it anywhere. I'm just saying it's not true that you can do anything. Okay, well, wait a minute, mean. Brad, you just said it was. Yeah. In general is what I'm saying. Cause you can't do anything. You can't fucking fly with no apparatus. You're not, you, you, you can't defy shit. Now. Well, what about the ghosts? And come on, we're talking real folks. You guys want to chase your dreams or make them real. You want a dream or do you want a reality? Like, dude, I'm showing people how to make their dreams real. You make your dreams real by realizing, number one, they're totally possible. Like amounts of money, you could, you could literally make a billion dollars just like anyone else can. You could literally get in shape. You could literally get in a relationship that, where you feel loved and, and cared for. You could, you could change any circumstance you're currently in. Like anything's possible but not anything's possible. So don't, don't focus on the dumb shit. Focus on what you could focus on, which is right in front of your face nine times out of 10. Somebody says, I just want to make more money, man. Well, then do more than you're doing now. Figure out what you're doing to make money. Do more of that. And I'll bet you, you make more money. Problem solved. What's your next problem? Well, now I want to make even more money. Okay, get better at doing what you're doing. And you'll make more money, guaranteed. It's not rocket science. Just get better, okay? And then when they get better, they start making more money. They're like, holy crap, that guy's a freaking sage. No, I'm not a sage. I just know that it's simple shit. We, we limit ourselves because we don't believe in ourselves half the time because somebody else told us something that we did believe. You're not worth it. Dude, you dropped out of school. You're never going to amount to shit. Dude, you're probably going to end up in prison. Dude, that girl's way out of your league. Bro, you got to have a degree to get a job like that. Dude, you got to forget that shit. It's not good for you, man. You're never going to achieve that shit. That right there is why you aren't, you aren't where you want to be. So the next time you hear people and you hear them, have you ever heard anyone like this, George? Oh, yeah. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Do you have any friends based on what I just said and described that are like this? And yes, honestly, okay, so, yes, consciously, so, I'm, I'm starting to just ignore them too. No, I know, but, but, but use this as the perfect example. The fact that you allow them to be your friend when you know, based on my conversation, that they're not your friend and you've decided to agree because you have to agree. See, I can, I can convince you of something where I give you a new belief. 
See, you can believe me or you can believe you or you can believe both and you can choose not to believe me and you can believe you. That's why I always tell people when they tell me something, well, how's it working out for you? Because if it's working out for you, what are you listening to me for? Help continue on, my brother. But at the end of the day, most people go, oh, yeah, I probably should you know, quit thinking I know everything. Exactly. We don't know anything, man. The people that know something is the people that have experienced something and or learn something. So guess what? If it's not me, who learned how to freaking run Facebook ads? Let me get a hold of that guy or girl. Hey, who learned how to have a good relationship? Let me learn from that girl. They got a book, they got a TV show, they got a podcast, whatever. Get that new information. And then all of a sudden you start to think for yourself and you start to form your own opinions and you start to challenge yourself and you start to speak and talk. And then some people are gonna say, hey, hey George, who are you to decide you don't have a degree. You don't need a fucking degree to have an opinion. Period. Yeah, I got the info. I got the confidence. You don't need the degree. That's, that's what society's telling you. That's what society's telling you. That's what this construct we've created is. And um, let me just tell you guys something. You all individually are the most important person in your life. If you right now think, am I the most important person in my life? And you say, no, my wife is, or my dad is, or my brother is, or my bosses or right now at the moment it's this person then all i'm saying you it's fine it's just you're not in an optimal position why well because dude you need to be the most important individual in your life and once you realize that you are and you start to treat that individual as should you like a vi motherfucking p done okay and then you start and then you start to grow man you start to develop i'll give you an example you know, you go out there on an airplane, people buy coach. Why are you sitting in coach? Well, I can't afford first class. You just told yourself you can't afford first class. And you expect to afford first class. You just told yourself you can't afford it. Dude, that's negative shit, man. I, 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 just, I just bought it anyway. And guess what? I start to fly first class. And then I start to meet first class people. Meaning, dude... Now, now I'm around different people. I'm out of coach. And this is an analogy, folks. So I don't need to get emails from you trying to figure out where my mistakes were. It's an analogy to get you to move from where you are to maybe some other perspective. If you go from coach to first class, you start to realize that the people are different. Okay, they support each other. And then guess what you realize eventually, first class is not even first class. First class is better than coach. First class is flying private. First class is picking up the phone and you decide when the fucking plane leaves. Okay, that's first class. And if you've never flown private, you don't know what I'm saying until you do. But if you've flown private before, you know that's first class. Okay, first class ain't first fucking class. You can't even get on the damn plane until they tell you to. That you can't do shit without them. And half the time, they don't even deliver on their promises they say we're going to leave at 4 15 4 15 you ain't gone matter of fact they delayed it till 8 15 that ain't vi that ain't fucking first class dude that's trash so at the end of the day dude you start to realize oh shit there's better than first class but guess when when you were in coach you weren't even thinking private were you didn't even enter your realm you didn't even realize private was even possible well, so what made you think private was possible? You started to think first class was possible. You, you saw first class. 
you looked up there, hey, why are these people getting the warm peanuts and the freaking lunches and the silverware? <coughs> how come I can't have any silverware? How come I don't get free shit? How come, how come, why are they shutting that curtain? You know, you saw it. Next thing you know, you said, fuck it. And you jump up there, whether you can afford it or not. Like, God damn it, I deserve first class. I'm going to start treating myself first. Okay. Fuck coach. Bam. Now you get up to first class and you start to realize, holy shit, this is pretty fucking comfy. These seats are pretty nice, man. I like first class, man. Whoa, whoa look at these beds lay down and shit. Well, now you start to, now, now you start to realize like, dude, there's more than this. And then boom, now you're flying private. Well, dude, there's flying private where you charter the jet. And then there's flying private where it's your jet. Then there's flying private where you choose one of your jets, depending on the distance and group you're flying with. And then you realize a jet doesn't get you from building to building. So maybe now you get a helicopter. It just keeps going. There's no end. And the only reason you're able to reach that is because you believe that nothing has been created or achieved without first believing it or thinking it possible. So think right? first class. So why not think first class? Now, I mean, there's many more levels, of course, in this metaphor we're talking about. But Brad, again, thank you for sharing the wisdom, the Socrates of the modern day after this podcast. Hey, I'll take that. We'll take that. But everybody, thank you for listening. Share with a friend, by the way. We don't run ads except for my spray tan bit. Um, you know, share with a friend. Tell somebody about it. Red review, subscribe. That's the only way we can keep going. And I like doing it. I will keep going. But it, it would help help out a little bit and brad again thank you this was good this is actionable george you be good bro hey spread the love dog spread the love spread the love be bold everybody mm -hmm.